with you guys. It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome. Episode five. Is it five? It is it number is, five. It is five. It Sorry is if that was a little loud. <laughs> it's not loud. Episode five. So everything has already been released. Now we got three episodes out of this podcast already going. Mm-hmm. Episodes one, two, and three. If you're a Star Wars fan, um, not the best episodes, not the best movies, but hey, we think they were pretty good for... for what a, Star Wars episode is number four? A New Hope. A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah. Remember they stuck... Yeah. They started with four, five, and six. It's the old ones. Yeah. No offense to the old ones. If all you Star Wars fans out there will be like, oh, it's all I, about the old ones. I like the old ones. I like the new ones. I do like... I like the new ones. I like, like the new yeah, ones. Yeah. Obi-Wan is the dopest. <laughs> yes. All right. So, on this episode, we figured, since it's episode five, we figured, hey, five is the number of grace in the Bible, so let's talk about grace. Five. She's a lovely lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is a big topic, right, Easy? Like, this is, this is a really big theme in the Bible, especially in the New Testament. I would agree, because grace is, like, pretty much... The foundation, mm-hmm. you know. That's why we, why we are here. It's what makes us Christians, I believe. Right. So, lot, there's a lot in this. Um, we are definitely not going to cover every single little thing with grace. There's a ton of scripture on it. So, um, but the verse we're going to talk about today comes from Ephesians chapter 2, mm. uh, verses 1 through 10. So, I'm just going to read this out. And it opens up and says, this is Paul writing here, and he says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Great start. (laughs) In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, which is, that's Satan, uh, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. And here's the key verse, verse 8, that we're going to kind of focus on today, but it says, For it is by grace you have been saved. Amen. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not yourself. Not yourself, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Mm. That is so good. Mm. I love the book of Ephesians. Like it is just loaded and loaded with all kinds of stuff. So again, I want to read real quick, just so you guys um, who are listening can get this these verses kind of in your head as we're talking about all of this. Um, so verse eight: For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves; it is the gift of God. So, <laughs> with that being said, easy. What is grace? I can tell you what grace is from like the dictionary. Okay, hit us. Definition, and it's simple elegance or refinement of movement. So Ooh, graceful. Ooh, refinement of movement. Movement. Ooh, I like that. 
that's that's interesting. So a refinement of movement, right? Sounds like when you refine something, mm-hmm. like you're you're tweaking it, you're mm-hmm. adjusting it to make mm-hmm. it better, right? Most of the time, you're refining something to get it better and better, mm-hmm. and it's a refinement of movement, right? So I mean, mm-hmm. that's there's a direction probably involved, mm-hmm. and I would say so in this. And it's a, a Webster's kind of dictionary definition of this, right? It's mm-hmm. like you could even relate this back to God's grace. That it's like very true. Like you're slowly turning back to God because of His grace. You're mm-hmm. you're like it's a process. We've talked about this before, but like the Christian walk is a process of faith, and it's like you're slowly refining, you're repenting, you're turning towards God. Mm-hmm. So you're refining your movements, your your thoughts. You could you could identify as movements. Mm-hmm. So I like that definition. That's good. Hmm. So I've heard, I did, I did a little bit of research for this um, as well, but you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, scholars and articles and whatever else you want to call it, but they say that grace is the unearned, undeserved, or you could say unmerited favor of God. And that's like a simple spiritual, uh, scriptural definition of grace. Yeah. And it's free. It is. 100% 100% free. We just read that. It's the gift of God. A gift implies that it's free. For you. Mm-hmm. But all of this is, it's, it's also necessary for us um, to be in a relationship with God. As in like grace is necessary so that we can have a relationship with God. Because if we didn't have grace, we wouldn't be here. Mm, very true. Because, you know, we're, we're sinful by nature mm-hmm. from the beginning of Adam and Eve, that kind of beginning. Mm-hmm. So we're sinful by nature, and God can't accept sin. And that's why we'll get into this later with Adam and Eve and the sacrifices and everything. But that's why the sacrifices happen. That's why, essentially, in the long run, why Jesus had to come mm-hmm. and become sin so that we could have this relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Good old grace. Mm-hmm. And it is... so. <laughs> We've talked about this a little bit before by ourselves, um, off you know, off mic and kind of stuff, just in casual conversation. But a lot of like talk today is kind of a, a you call it new age or this kind of idea of just like I'm spiritual but not religious. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of thing. And like good karma and bad karma and and just kind of like this inner chi whatever kind of stuff. By all means, yoga is great as like a a physical healing form, but there team there seems to be a lot of kind of thought and practice around the the principles of of kind of channeling your own inner spiritual peace or whatever you want to call it so Mm -hmm. so i think grace is really the opposite of karma like no matter what you do it's there Mm -hmm. like like god is going to give you grace no matter grace was there before you were on the earth yeah it's there while you're on the earth and it's there after yeah yeah it just is and all we need is grace yeah so, because what? By grace? Through faith. You have been saved. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the, the challenging part about it is that, yes, we, you have it, and it's always there. No matter. It, challenging concept number one, grace is there if you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, like, it's, it's there. And, and is grace something you can see? No. Sometimes Why? you can't even feel it. Hmm. So I can't see it. I don't always feel it or think about it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm not even aware that it's there, but it still is. 
It always just seems it like it doesn't go away. It just seems like it's there, right? <laughs> it just doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, right? Not saying yeah, it's in a bad way. Like, thank God that He gave us grace and sent Jesus Christ for us. Um, and I just, you know, for the rest of this podcast, I hope you really listen to like what we're about to say about grace, because, I mean, grace. The best way I can describe grace as like a feeling is if like you yourself are like in the ocean mm. and there's nothing else in there, but all that water is grace. Oh, that's it's, a good. It's just surrounding you. It's yeah. immersing you like the waves hit up on you and stuff like that. It's grace is just so vast. It's so big. It's kind of indescribable. And that just reminded me of a song. Um, to Hillsong worship. Grace like wave, right? No. Oh. It's uh I forget the name of the song. But it says, As far as the east is from the west, so far your grace has carried me. Oh, ooh. Oh, yeah. What song? I can't remember that song name, but uh So far as east is from the west. <laughs> I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, you've been so so good to me. Remembrance, I think it is. I think I want to say yeah, remembrance. I think it's remembrance. I want to say remembrance by Hillsong Worship. But uh, that song has a line in it that says, "Yeah, it's fine." As, as, as yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. It and is. that's that's exactly right. You know, like it's you can't you can't measure it as mm. far as east is from the west. Like try to measure that or like try to count the number of stars in the sky. You know, and you Abraham, can't contain like, it. Yep. You can't bottle it up like a bottle of nope. sand and nope. take it home with you. Nope. As a matter of fact, grace is already in your home. Yeah, <laughs> when you're gone and when you're there. Yep. Um, so quick little plug. If you've heard us before, you've heard us talk about Michael Todd a little bit. Um, he's the pastor at Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he did an entire series on grace, and it's called Grace Is. So if you do a quick YouTube search, um, just search like Michael Todd Grace, and it'll probably come up. Um, you won't be disappointed. Excellent series. He really kind of dives deep into what grace is. I think there's like seven or eight different videos on it's about, it. I think eight or nine. It's a lot. It's a lot, but every single one is so good. Yeah. And again, we're not going to cover everything of what he covers in it. So go check him out. Go look him up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the videos. And cause I think, you know, we're just kind of give you what we know. Um, as a kind of a starting point anyways, and then you can kind of keep going yourself. Like, and you can get, in, get into more scripture and whatnot. So, so easy. We talked about this before we did of what, of what grace is. And you had an awesome, awesome kind of story and analogy of what you think grace is. So I'm going to let you explain that. So to me, this word grace, it really, like I just said, it's so big. The word is is it's pretty small if you think about it. It's a small word, doesn't it's not too many letters right. to spell, but like it is so much bigger than what it looks like on paper. Yeah. You know, or what you think about. Um the way I described grace just right now is that just came to me. But the way I described grace to Noah in this story that I told him was <clears throat> grace is like oxygen. Mm. That I love that. You know, you breathe it in all the time. You're constantly around it. You never see it, but like it's there and it's like giving you life, you know, because without oxygen, can't breathe. You have to have it. You got to have it. You know, it's one of the foundations of life, that with water and, you know, but I had this story. So um, kind of describing grace, because when we were talking about it, 
there was we were talking we were what were we saying we were saying how how some people refuse grace right you know even mm-hmm. though it's right there in front of them right like i don't i don't want it yeah i don't want to deal with it and um it was crazy to me because you know i thought when we were talking about this a while back i was like oh my goodness this correlates to the story i have and the story that i have is um i was hospitalized like three years ago four years ago Roughly. about about that time um don't really remember because it's kind of it was a great experience also a scary one for everyone <laughs> around me but it was great for me it's weird to sound weird to say but um I was hospitalized and when I woke up in the hospital, you know, everything was okay. I was fine. But, um, and that'll be another story on another podcast, why I was hospitalized, but we're talking about grace right now. So we'll talk about how (laughs) the oxygen story. So I'm in the hospital and they're getting ready to take me up to, uh, cause I was in ICU and they were going to get and take me upstairs to the new rooms or not the room, new rooms, but the, um, I guess regular rooms sure what you would say i don't know i'm no hospital person normal care whatever you want to call it yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're a nurse out there or a doctor sorry we're sorry <laughs> but uh but yeah i was going to the regular rooms i guess and um my icu nurse you know she got me in a wheelchair and i had this oxygen tank and I had, but what I didn't realize I was breathe. I had the little oxygen tubes in my nose mm-hmm. until I sat down and saw the tank. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I, I have these tubes in me. Like I was always scared about these <laughs> tubes cause I would see them. Your in, worst fear has come true. Yeah. Cause I would see them in, in movies and you know, like people that are dying or whatever have those like oxygen mm-hmm. tubes in. And I would, this is really weird to think, but I would think how far does those go in? You know, <laughs> like I have small nostrils to begin with. So like, how far does that go? Because I remember once I dropped a lemon head back there. (laughs) (laughs) And I got so scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought I was going to die. But anyways, you know, I didn't like the feeling. And Mm -hmm. so I thought, how deep do those things go? Well, they don't go that deep. It's just, you know, pretty small. It's just right there in your nose. So it's all it's all a new experience for me. And I'm I'm like, oh, man, okay, well, whatever. You know, I want to walk to my room, but my ICU nurse wouldn't let me. Um, so I settled for the, uh, the wheelchair the wheelchair mm-hmm. and we're going up there. And as we're going up, I have like the little heart monitor thing on my finger mm-hmm. and it starts like beeping and me not knowing, cause I'm, I'm still medicated. So I'm still kind of like waking up, Sure, you know, coming to my full senses and I'm like, what the heck is that beeping? It's just like beep. Yeah, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and I I had realized that I had taken off the oxygen <laughs> uh little mask thing or uh I tubes. I don't need this. I was like, I don't need this. What the heck? I'm fine. I'm all good without this. And I'm just going through the through the uh hospital and you know, I see a lot of the people like in wheelchairs, I see people walking, I see people struggling to walk. I'm just seeing all types of like, you know, people that are sick and stuff. And for some reason, I didn't realize it, but I think I was like freaking out. And um, this oxygen tube thing that was in my nose, I had taken it out and I started, I guess you would say hyperventilating. Mm -hmm. And 
and I didn't even know it. I was just sitting there relaxed, calm. I, at least I thought I was. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, and I was like, oh my goodness, what is that noise? And, and my nurse is like, out. my nurse is like, what's wrong with you? And I look at her and I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and then she's like, well, why'd you take off your, your tubes? I was mm. like, because I don't want to breathe the oxygen. She's like, you're hyperventilating right now. Like, you're like, what? I'm like, I am. And I realized, oh my God, I am. I'm like, <laughs> and, and she was like, put the, the, the oxygen back on and just like, just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah. Just relax. Ooh. Just chill out. Like breathe in the oxygen. Let it go through your system. Let it go through your lungs. Take deep breaths and then take and then slow, you know, exhale. Mm-hmm. So inhale slowly, exhale slowly. Inhale slowly. <sighs> Good practice for normal day life. Even. Right? And I was just like, my goodness, I'm actually having a hyperventil, like a, what do you call it? Panic attack. Yeah, and I've never experienced Mm -hmm. those before. I never believed in them before, and now I was having one, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And I was just like, "My goodness, what the heck am I? What the heck is happening to me?" So I get inside, and I'm you know breathing normally, and as I'm breathing normally, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, this oxygen is really helping me, Mm. even though I don't want it." Yep, like. Or you don't think you need it. Or I don't think I need it. But the craziest part was, it was always there. Yep. For me to begin with, even like, when you took it off, the even when I took was it off, flowing. it was still the air was still blowing through. Yep. And then I put it back in, and I feel that cold oxygen air going through my nostrils, and I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, okay. When you accepted it, received I could it chill again. now. Yep. You know, and finally I got back to my room, and I was a lot more relaxed, and. You know, I was breathing through the oxygen tubes and I was like, man, this is crazy. This is insane. And we had talked about that a while mm-hmm. ago. And we're going to tell you how oxygen kind of correlates with grace. Rather, grace and oxygen are kind of the same thing because it's always around you. you right. Know, even when you don't want it. Like, I didn't want the oxygen. And I'm over here hyperventilating, having a panic attack. Yeah. And that oxygen is just right there still there waiting for me to take it yeah and accept it and just move forward well i mean that also that is a an amazing testimony mm. like aside from the fact that you were hospitalized like that alone is another testimony that you have mm-hmm. but like now this too is like okay god's showing you different things yeah and this I mean, too is it's whole, incredible whole hospital experience was i learned even now i'm still learning things like this whole yeah. grace thing, I didn't realize it until we started talking about yeah. it. A few weeks you know? ago, a couple months ago, whatever whatever it was. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, even with breathing, you know, that's why we relate grace back to oxygen because we are, we breathe oxygen in, in the air. Like, even if it's not in a, through a tube and in a tank. Yeah. Like the air surrounding you, are you're breathing oxygen. When you're not even thinking about it. And so now if I told you all, all if I told all of the listeners, think about your breath. Think about your breathing. Now you are manually breathing. So now for the, until you stop thinking about it, you're going to be constantly thinking about your breath. Like you're having, you're having to force yourself to breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas the rest of the time you just do it. Yeah. Like you don't think about it, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like when you start to really think about your breath, you might begin to realize, oh, I'm breathing really quickly. 
Mm-hmm. Let me slow that down. Kind of how what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm breathing really quickly. Let me slow it down. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it kind of like sets your heart back in rhythm. It kind of sets your, your, your pace back um, with breathing and everything. So well, and that was the thing too, is I didn't realize I was breathing fast. Right. I thought I was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm seeing everything that's going around and I'm freaking out, you know, on the inside, but I'm thinking, Oh, no one else can tell. Right. You know, no one can notice that I'm freaking out. It's okay. I've been like this before. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, I have the little finger monitor thing on me or whatever that is. And it's beeping like crazy. And that's when my nurse was like, yo, are you okay? I kind of just thought of something when you said that. I know. (laughs) Me too, man. So like, okay, how does this then all relate to grace and God and everything else? Right. So again, grace is like oxygen. It's always there. Like when you accept Christ and you have faith, like grace is always there. Honestly, mm-hmm. like you could even say that for non-believers, it's there too because they don't just drop it dead. Is. It is. Like God's like, I, I'm giving you the grace, but it's up to you to accept it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then through faith is how we accept that kind of thing. But yeah. so it's always there. Grace is always there. If you want it or not, God's like, it's yours. Like, that's it. You, you didn't earn it. You didn't earn it. You don't deserve it, but I'm going to give it to you. And so you're talking about this heart monitor thing on your finger, right? Mm-hmm. And that measures your heart pulse and where it's kind of like, it's like a heart check. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's kind of like, <laughs> that's kind of like the Bible, right? That's like the word of God. Like yep. as soon as you are, you know, going through something that you're struggling and let's say you've been reading your Bible for a while. Like I kind of have a personal testimony with this as well. Like, you know, I read, I started uh, a Bible plan reading through it. Gosh, for a long time. A long while ago, probably like three years ago. Um, but I had just started reading through it and I was in it every day kind of thing and mm-hmm. and then stopped. And like, you know, I just wasn't as happy, you could say, or joyful or or content or confident or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like I took my like you took the heart monitor off or something, or you got anxious or like something like that. Like that heart monitor is there to check your heart, to constantly say, Okay, what what's my heart doing? Is it okay? Like it's mm-hmm. beating, it's good. And that's kind of how, like, the Word of God is connected to us. Amen. Because had it not been for that heart monitor, like, the nurse would not have known that you needed to put that oxygen back on. Yep. And that nurse is kind of like God, you know? Like, God's mm-hmm. listening to your heart. He's listening to everything that's inside of you. And he, he knows your heart. And as soon as our heart starts getting out of, out of check, He's out like, of rhythm. like, hey, 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 are you okay? Yeah. What's going on? Yep. And you're like, whoa, I'm, I'm fine. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> Like, don't worry then, about it, God. And then you realize it, and you're like, wait, I'm not. Yep. And again, but, but again, that oxygen, constantly flowing. Mm-hmm. That grace is constantly flowing. God's like, well, if you would just take this back, like, you'd be good. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's really through grace that we discover it's like, I don't have to live my life like that anymore. I don't have to constantly remind myself of my past mistakes and failures. Mm-hmm. And while we still might do that sometimes, we still might kind of, you know, remember those things or whatnot. Like God's like, because of that grace, like you're good. Like mm-hmm. once you give it back to me, like once you repent and, and, you know, ask for forgiveness kind of thing, like it's over. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just <laughs> grace like oxygen, you know, and, and that heart monitor being the Bible and just kind of. And honestly, you could even say that the heart monitor, too, is like your relationship with God, like prayer life. Yeah, it could yeah. be that, too. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not just the Bible, but it's like your prayer life or your, your conversations that you have with God. But it's, it, it's that constant check. 
right? It's that thing that's you're connected to that you're, you're connecting back to saying, okay, like I'm checking myself. I'm keeping a monitor on it. So that way if something goes wrong, mm -hmm. I can like got like that person can step in and, and check and see what's going on. And I'll even go as far as to say, cause you know, we're saying grace is like oxygen, yep. you know, and even though I was breathing the oxygen from the tube, I was still breathing oxygen also from outside, you know, that yeah. wasn't from the yeah. tube. So you could also stretch it and say that the oxygen in the tank is like direct, oh. like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, God's healing mm -hmm. oxygen, not just, you know, his grace it's, oxygen. It's extra. <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's, yeah. You know, Ooh, so you can never get enough of it. That's the thing. Right. It's not like you're taking in the oxygen and your body is like, oh, too much and expelling oxygen. Well, because, I mean, if you, have a, if you have a cup on the table, it's not full. It's not full of air. Right. You know, you can't like close it up and say, well, my cup is full of air now. That's it. No. I guess that's another thing you can't see. Mm -mm. Like, and you can't really measure that. I'm sure there are, again, scientific ways to measure air, sure. But like... Yeah, but this isn't physics. Right, you can't just take an empty glass. <laughs> physics is physics, right? Physics is physics. <laughs> can't just take an empty glass and say there's three liters of cubic air, whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. in this cup. It's like, I don't know. It's just there. Yeah, sure. So, anyways, moving on. Um, and thank you, Easy, for that story because, you know, again... These are the kind of stories that we have to tell people because those are our testimonies. And, you know, by it's it's the words of our testimony and the and the by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, you know, like that's that's how we declare God's goodness mm -hmm. and greatness over to people and tell those kind of stories. But um you had texted me the other day and you were like, Hey, uh, can you make an acronym? So I really like acronyms when i'm preparing messages and you make good ones too <laughs> i do, do my best do my best i think i think the holy spirit kind of helps me out sometimes but uh you had just text me and, and said hey can you make an acronym for grace and i had thought of a few so the one i think we kind of settled on is so each letter represents something so it's it's that god redeemed and completed everyone right g-r-a-c-e god redeemed and completed everyone god redeemed and completed everyone. Yep. And okay, so we're gonna break this down a little bit because you might be wondering, well, what does that mean? Yeah, no, what does it mean? So it's this is all throughout the Bible. Like, let's let's first consider Adam and Eve, right? Mm, mm hmm. Like all very beginning, all the way back, very yeah. very beginning, first two people on the earth, all the way back. So they're in the garden. Mm -hmm. Eve sins, Adam sins, they both sin. Mm -hmm. They fall away from the grace of God, you could say, right? They fall out of God's sight. God did not just leave them when he told them to leave the garden. Because mm -hmm. he cast them out of the garden. He said, you can't stay here because you did this, mm -hmm. right? Like, I can't deal with this sin. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm too holy. I'm, I can't. So God, <laughs> he didn't just cast them out and say, bye, see you later. Have fun. Good Good luck. luck. <laughs> He, he went with them. He went with them. Right? So that's, that's grace. God's, and then he, he didn't require them. He didn't kill them mm -hmm. to, to off with the sin. Because he could have ended everything right there. Right then and there. He, True that. He could have just been like, well, 
you done messed up. Sorry, let's, I guess, well, move on to the next one, you know. <laughs> Start over. No, God's like, oh, well, just make animal sacrifices instead. And, you know, this is where we get the law from. Mm-hmm. This is why the Israelites and the people from Adam and Eve then had to give animal sacrifices mm-hmm. for atonement for the sins. Mm-hmm. And, but again, God, instead of uh, killing Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. right, he, he spared them. He gave them grace and said, do this instead. Uh-huh. You got something? Well, just you're saying, you know, talking about the, keep, keep where you're at. But like yeah. the whole atonement part. Yeah. You know, I'm going to jump. Go ahead. Over to. The cruci- you- I'm going to jump over to the crucifixion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back then they would kill animals for their atonement, you know, but that's their sacrifices. Yep. Right. <laughs> then we going. had the good old lamb. The righteous lamb getting sacrificed. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Not no baby lamb, but Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, sacrifice. Died on the cross. And now you could almost say that, we, you know, there's no like real atonement anymore. But I would say the atonement that we have in today, in mm. 20, in 2K, is by how we um, live our life. Right. You know, like yeah. that's like your atonement. I would agree. Mm-hmm. You know, like how do you treat people when you're out in the streets yeah. versus sacrificing? You know, like it kind of seems like the two are, are close and in, in together. And that's kind of weird to say because, you know, one's mm-hmm. about killing and one is about showing people through Christ. This is how I live. Right. You know, but that's like your atonement. That's like your way of sacrificing to God saying, hey. I'm not worthy. Yeah. But by your grace, mm-hmm. yeah, I have your and, and through faith, I am saved. So because of that, I will worship you. I'm gonna live my life according. I will live my life according yeah, to you. Accordingly, yeah. And I will like you know do all the things that I can, and use the fruit of the spirit to like help other people. Right. Come to you yeah, and experience that grace. I would say that's kind of that's a, pretty much exactly how we atone nowadays. Yeah. Right. Like, Jesus paid for the atonement for all sins mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. But we still fall short. We still sin. Like, and it's still part of our nature. So mm-hmm. that is, like, our repentance is kind of like us atoning and saying, all right, like, I'm coming back to you, God. Like, mm-hmm. doing all this to get rid of this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is the hardest part about, you know, us being human beings, mm-hmm. of, 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 of us always falling short is that, like, we get caught up. We kind of talked about this last night a little bit at our Connect group. But um, we get caught up in... And thinking about previous sins or things we did against God. And we, we can't let that go for mm-hmm. whatever reason it is. And sometimes mm-hmm. we have little things that we let go. But then there are big things that happen. We're like, I can't. Uh-uh. Sorry. Like, that's too much. And Jesus is like, I paid for it all. Yeah. Like, I knew what you all were going to do. Like, next year, I know what you're going to do. Like, in the next 20 years, he's like, I saw it. I, I took it all. Mm-hmm. And that's such a hard I think so many people deal with that. They struggle with that of saying of just in that moment of, of that kind of sinful nature that they, that we all fall into mm-hmm. uh, of saying, okay, God, like I'm repenting, I'm turning back to you. Like I'm giving this to you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And moving on. Right. Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. Like this idea of that is how we kind of atone for our sins now in a, in a, in a sense. Yeah. In a and I, and sense. Just, this is another thing that just came to me. I also think that, with you sulking in something, mm. you know, like, for example, I did, let's say I did you wrong, right? Sure. And, 
you know, you forgave me, but I'm still not over it and I'm still sulking in it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a horrible person. You know, I'm, I'm so bad. <laughs> you know, why is no my friend? And you're like, dude, it's okay. Like, I already forgave you. Yep. It's, it's all good. And I'm like, yeah, but still, but like, I, still did. I did it and I feel so bad. <laughs> like, like, that is when I think you're like, what's the word? Um, offending grace. Yeah, you really you know? are. Because it's like. It's like an insult. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what that's what grace is. It's like <laughs> when even even when you didn't forgive me, grace gives me the opportunity Ooh. to forgive myself. Ooh. Yeah. If I like sinned against you or, or, or harmed you. Yeah. You know, and that's why like God's grace is so incredible because it gives you the opportunity now to say, well, if my friend Noah did not forgive me. I can still, by grace, forgive myself and move forward. Yep. And here's what Romans 5.8 says about Ooh, that. There we go. <laughs> There's a Bible scripture. Go with it. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates, demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Bro, that, that scripture gets me. Ugh. Like, that is a heart-wrenching, like, while we were still sinners and sinning, right? Like all these people crucifying Jesus, shouting crucify him. Like Christ died for those Pharisees, man. Like he died for them. Even though he called them out. He did. Even though he called them out, he still, he still like, died oof. on the cross for them. Oh man. So, you know, again, going back, like this all started from the beginning mm-hmm. of creation. Mm-hmm. Like God was, was so gracious back then. Right. And we looked at the old Testament God and we're like, man, he was pretty angry and wrathful and he was like, and you, he, he destroyed and you don't cities. think God could have taken it times 10 with what oh. he did. <laughs> right. Well, in fact, there are times when, you know, like, um, gosh, who was it that was looking over Sodom and Gomorrah? Was it Abraham? That was like, it was, it was, a uh, one of the wives, I think. Yeah. One of the wives, and she turned into a salt pillar. Yeah, yeah. But they were, like, looking over Sodom and Gomorrah, and they were like... Oh, you're talking about when they were running away, or just, like... No, so when when God was like, I'm going to destroy this city, like, look at them, they're so bad, I'm going to destroy it. Oh, I think it was Adam. Or no, not Adam. Abraham. Yeah, I think it was Abraham. And then I... Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Um, Might have been. Anyways, they... We're talking about grace here. (laughs) But, you know, that... They were just like, God, if, the, if there's 50 righteous people in that city, will you, like, will you spare them? And God, and God shows his grace here. He's like, if there's 50 people, I won't destroy the city. Mm. And they kind, of, they kind of keep going with God and like all the way down. Like, God, like, if there's like five people, will you spare the city? And God's mm-hmm. like, if there is five people, I will spare the city. Mm. Long mm. story short, if it, it turns out that there was not and the city got destroyed. But, but, you know, again, we like to, we, we, we look at the Old Testament and say God was very wrathful and judgmental, but he was also gracious. Like his grace was still present because it was there with Adam and Eve. And again, and he, he not only spared them, but he walked with them out of the garden. Mm-hmm. Like this great place that God was like, hey, like I made this all for you. I really don't want to leave it, but I'm, I, I love you, so I'm going with you. Can you imagine? Like that's something that doesn't get talked about. That like when we when we think about grace, we think about grace after the crucifixion. Yeah, like the New Testament grace. But you bring up such a good point that like, just like a like a son, you know, sinning against his father, mm-hmm. his father still went with him. Yeah, 
out of the place, out of the garden. When God could have said, all right, peace out. See ya. Good luck. Try your hardest. Yeah. Do your best. I'm not going to make it very far. I'm not going to tell you anything. Just do your hardest. And he could have sat in that garden and just been like, cool. I'm good. Yep. They're not. I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not going to worry about it. Whatever. But no, he, what did he do, Noah? He walked out. He walked him. out with him. Of the place that he made perfectly, like, and we haven't seen it since. Like, and it's just, it's crazy to think, you know, that God's grace was available and it was, it was there from the very beginning. Very beginning. It's like he knew, you know, like. Well, I, <laughs> I wonder how he knew. <laughs> Dude, that could be, a, that could be a whole discussion topic too. It's like, well, if God knew, why did he allow it? Mm-hmm. That's a. That's a whole other topic. But, and you know, and then this grace and this relationship that we have now was made possible through, through Jesus Christ, through what he did, that he who knew no sin became sin so that we could have this relationship Amen. with God, so that mm-hmm. we could ha- come into a right, um, be made righteous in his sight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I just kind of want to read, because there are so many verses on grace. There Paul talks about grace all the he should know. Well, yeah. He should be. Well, like, yeah. We were we were talking about it on the way back, yeah. right? Paul is the the epitome of grace. Yes, <laughs> for real. So if you don't know the backstory, real quick, um, Paul used to be called Saul, and he straight up gangster, yo. Really, like, like he was thugging out. He's not this nice looking guy. He's probably rough. Like he was killing Christians, right? Killing God's people, and kind of probably having fun with it. Like just crazy dude. Mm. And one time Saul is on, or yeah, Saul is on his way to Damascus and Jesus appears before him and, you know, blinds him and says, why are you doing this to my people? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you go through and read that story in um, the book of Acts, it just talks about uh, Saul converting to Paul and having this life, uh, kind of life transformation. And, mm-hmm. you know, Paul went on to write a third of the New Testament. Like, he did a lot. And given... He was, he was probably older at this time, like not super old, but mm-hmm. you know, not like a kid. And he, like, even though he was killing God's own people, God chose him mm-hmm. with grace mm-hmm. and was like, I want you to do this. Mm-hmm. And Paul was like, okay, like my bad. I'm sorry. Like, can you imagine how gut wrenching that experience might have, like must've been for, for Saul to then become Paul and to say, like, I, I just can imagine Paul, like, traveling all throughout, you know, his places and his journeys, his missionary journeys. And, like, if it were me, I'd be, like, constantly replaying that time in my mind every time I didn't feel like doing it. Right. Like, I would just constantly be like, I didn't, I don't have to be here. Like, God could have mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. me in that moment, but he decided to spare me. And um, so anyways, you know, Paul wrote a lot of the New Testament. He wrote a lot about grace because he knew it well. So we're going to just kind of read a few of these. I'll probably read one. Easy will read one. So um, first one is in Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10, and then 13 to 14, which says, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. So again, that's why we, we said that God redeemed and completed. Mm-hmm. So God saved us, and now he completed us through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? So and it, verse 10, And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is head over every power and authority. When you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. Mm-hmm. He forgave us all 
Say it again easy. He forgave, he forgave us, us all. All our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. I love that. Man. What did he nail to the cross? All of our sin. All of it. All of it? All of it. Even the ones we haven't done yet. Ooh. He's taken it. He's like, nope. I see it. I know what you're going to do. Stop sulking in your sin, yo. Yep. Jesus. All right, you want to read the next one? Yeah. So this one is John 1, 16 through 17. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. Ooh. So more grace on top of grace. Grace on top of grace. Grace on top, on of, top grace. of grace. It's a cake. It's a layered cake. It's like asking for a <laughs> four by four at In N Out. There you go. And all the East Coast hey, people, if you don't know what In N Out is, you're lost. It's just <laughs> a quadruple stacked burger. Yeah. Um, verse 17 For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Yep. And again, the law required animal sacrifices. We don't do that anymore. Mm mm. Because Jesus Christ came and paid for everything mm-hmm. through grace. And then Romans 5, 8. We already read, but I'm going to read it again because it's so good. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this and that while we were still sinners and while we're still sinning, while we're going to sin and have sinned, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. All of it. This is grace. Everything. You want to read the last one? Romans three twenty two through 24, this righteousness given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Who has fallen short of the glory of God? All of us. All of us. From the very beginning, Adam and Eve. All of us. Even Peter, when he was walking on that water. All of them. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. Yep. Justified freely. Again, grace is free. You don't deserve it. None of us deserve it. None of us have ever earned it. It is definitely have not earned <laughs> no. it. Oh it, my god. But it is freely given. So and again, these are just a few. There are like probably just countless, probably hundreds of, of just grace, 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 grace in the Bible. Maybe mm-hmm. not hundreds, but like there's a lot. Like verses are just about grace, what it is, why we have it. So, and isn't it funny that like, just like oxygen with grace, it's not something that we've earned with oxygen. It's kind of something that nor do we buy when we're born. It's just like, oh, there it is. Even when we're not born yet, it's still there. Yep. It's just, (laughs) you can't get rid of it, man. Like, yeah, but this is grace. Like Jesus Christ came by grace so that like we could have this relationship with God, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and grace is is the basis kind of for For like everything, for a lot, everything. But you know, there's kind of like four things that, that we kind of decided on. Um, so grace is the basis for our identity in Christ, Mm -hmm. right? This kind of idea that Christ is in me. I am enough. Uh, shout out to Stephen Furtick. You know, that's in his book unqualified. If you want to read that super, super good book, but you know, that kind of saying that because Christ lives in us, that's a scriptural kind of thing, that Christ lives in us. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he who was enough, if he lives in me, then I'm enough. Mm-hmm. Right? And then second is our life in Christ. So grace is the basis for our life in Christ. Kind of the same thing. 
but that our our lives should reflect that kind of grace, right? Through forgiveness, mm-hmm. through uh, service, through um, worship. You know, that's that's kind of like why we lift our hands and, and worship kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, third, grace is the basis for our relationship with Christ. We've been over this, mm-hmm. you know, that grace is the reason we have a relationship with God. And then lastly, grace is the basis for our faith in Christ. And then going back to the kind of key verses that we talked about for today is that it is by grace you have been saved through faith. By grace through, through faith. Faith. Exactly. Exactly. So in you know, grace grace is the gift. Faith is the response. Mm-hmm. You know, like grace is the means by which we are saved, but faith is the way in which we receive it. And that's why, like, that's why we lift our hands in worship. You know, a lot of churches don't do that. They kind of, it's kind of weird. We came from a background where it's kind of weird to lift your hands in worship and kind of had to break out of that comfort. But it's like, why wouldn't you? Like, you rece- you've received all this from God, all this grace. And it's like, that's I- your way of like atoning. Exactly. That's your way of like paying back. That's that's all we can give back to God is our worship. That's it. That's all we can give. That's a whole another podcast episode. And man. he doesn't need it. <laughs> like he doesn't even need it. But we he uh. So again, grace is the means, but faith is the way. So mm-hmm. grace grace is the gift freely given that is undeserved and unmerited, but faith is our response to that kind of action, that kind of giving from God. Mm-hmm. Um and again, it's all for a relationship. Mm-hmm. God sent Jesus Christ to this earth to pay for our sins so that we could have a relationship with mm-hmm. him. That's what he wanted from the very beginning. That's why he created Adam and Eve, to have a relationship with him. And mm-hmm. we know the story that we all, we all sinned and fell short. Um, so again, you know, this is a lot. And I feel like we're just barely scratching the surface mm-hmm. with grace because mm-hmm. it's so, it's crazy and it's hard to think about. And until you like, I think the best kind of way is like what we've been saying is that it's, it's like you're in the middle of the ocean by yourself, like underwater, like you're just surrounded by it. Mm -hmm. Like it's in your ears, it's in your nose, Mm -hmm. your mouth, your Mm -hmm. eyes, like everywhere. Like you can't escape it. It's so vast. It's like, it's the air around you as, it's as far as East is from the West. Like God's grace has covered us. Um, and again, and 2000 years ago, this was all made possible to have this relationship with God because of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Like there is no other way that we could have had this other than him dying on that cross and doing what he came to this earth to do. So don't, don't offend grace and just sulk in what you did wrong or sulk in what people did wrong to you. Right. You know, learn that grace is that reason that we can't sulk is that reason that, you know, um, you just are able to move forward and and speak life into other people as well as yourself. Yeah. And again, just remember Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. It is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from ourselves. It's the gift of God. Mm-hmm. So that no one can boast. So what's the main point we're trying to get here with grace? I'm going to say it again. It, it's grace is a gift freely given by God uh, as a means to the relationship that he wants to have with us, that he wanted to have with us from the beginning. And, it, and it's grace is the only way that we can have that relationship with him. Amen. We would not be sitting here today doing this podcast if it were not for grace. 
And what is grace again? God redeemed and completed everyone. Everyone. That's Even, what, um, uh, let me scroll down here and find it. Uh, Romans three twenty two to 24 said, right? This mm-hmm. righteousness given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. No difference. And that's why, that's why grace is that God redeemed and completed everyone. We are made complete in him. There is no need for animal sacrifices. There's no need for this kind of, a, you know, the traditional approach to atonement. But that, like, again, just Ephesians 2, 8, like, by grace, through faith, we're saved. Like, and it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think this is why so many preachers uh, give messages about it, like, constantly, because it's what we need to hear. Like, mm-hmm. it's the basis of our faith. Grace is also another way to think about it. it is grace is like that lifeline when you go, like, rock climbing. Yep. That it's that, that safety line. Yep. That if you, you fall. Know, that if you, exactly. Oh, if you fall and one. let go, or your partner, or whoever is there with you, and it's that safety line yep. that's like, it's gonna hey, catch you. I got you. Don't worry. Hey, that's a, I like Don't that analogy. Worry. That's good. That's good. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah. So, but before we end, we always like to offer a prayer of salvation for everyone who's been listening. And if, and if you said, Hey, I haven't made that decision. I want to receive grace today. I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life and have that relationship with him. I want to begin that journey. Um, you know, the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. So, in our traditional fashion, I'm going to say this prayer, and Easy's going to repeat it. So if you just want to say along with Easy, mm-hmm. um, we're going to start off and say, Dear God. Dear God. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. In need of a Savior. In need of a Savior. I believe. I believe. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is Lord of all. Is Lord of all. I believe he died for me. I believe he died for me. And rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me new. Make me new. I'll follow you. I will follow you. And today I begin. And today I begin. My new life. My new life. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you just made that decision for the first time. Welcome to the family. We are celebrating with you and welcome to the family. So big decision. And if you made that decision, we want to hear from you. You know, we want to help you now say, okay, well, what do I do now? We'll reach out to us and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll send you a free Bible. Like I will personally, yeah. like, I will send you a Bible. I will buy one for you and I will send it to you if that is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's a great step to take. So um, email us at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in those DMs on Instagram yes, at connectionpodcast. Yeah. And again, this is... All these episodes are available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, um, on Podbean. Podbean. Yep. So go check us out. Listen to the other episodes. And uh, thanks for joining us this week. We hope you guys Mm -hmm. enjoyed. Amen. All right, guys. Have a great week. We love you all. Peace out, guys.